0: Guys, welcome back to Strong Opinion Hub. This is episode thirty. I'm Calvin, and as always, I'm joined with Charlie. How you doing, Charlie?
1: I'm good, mate. Aye, how are you?
0: Aye, I'm doing well, mate. I'm doing fine. Aye, good to be back on the podcast. Just been a bit busy in that. Aye? Like it's been hard to get recording last this last week, mate. Uh, it's been busy working that. And obviously, Jack's not joining us. If you're listening, uh, Jack's not joining us this week. He's um, not able to record this week just because of the timings of the days and the clashing and all that. But He's left us with a little video message that we'll just jump into. Um, so, Jack's video message is about, obviously, the, um, the Hibs Women's End of Derby that's coming up. Us three are going to be in attendance, the podcast boys. Um, so, we're absolutely buzzing from it. And let's hear from Jack.
2: All right, folks. Unfortunately, I couldn't join Kelvin and Charlie live on the podcast this week because I'm otherwise engaged when they're recording but I still thought I'd do a video update about the girls because as you guys know I love talking about um, the women's team any chance I can get because they're a great team but also it's been a massive week for them and they have a massive week ahead so I thought it'd be good to do an update for you guys as well but before I do that I'd like to congratulate Calvin and his partner Hazel on getting engaged to be married that is absolutely fantastic I'm over the moon for you Calvin mate you are a lovely couple and I'm wishing you you're the best in married life when you do get married hopefully the wedding's a good one I'll make sure to get my best suit out just for you big man because you deserve it absolutely over the moon for you Calvin you really do deserve it mate and congratulations to you both I'm sure Charlie and the listeners will join me in wishing you congratulations as well so moving on into the Hibs Women review um, and my little news bit about the Hibs Women well I think Just about every Hibs fan knows it's been a big week. Of course, the Edinburgh Derby, which was meant to be played on Sunday, got postponed to Wednesday the 29th. And that is because we are going to be playing at Easter Road. It got announced last Friday there that we'll be playing at Easter Road. That is absolutely amazing. That is huge for us, especially playing such a big game at Easter Road. It's only going to raise the profile for us as a club, which I think the girls definitely deserve and it sets us apart from a lot of the other teams in the SWPL as well, and it sets us apart from a lot of the other clubs as well, which I think is really, really good. And obviously, another added bonus is the tickets are free, and we're aiming for a record. Now, at the time I'm recording this, we've sold just under 5,000 tickets, which is absolutely amazing. So we're breaking records here. We've smashed the club record out of the park, and we're I think we've probably smashed an SWPL record out of the park as well, and we're aiming to beat that attendance set, when Scotland played Jamaica just before the World Cup. That would be absolutely fantastic. I think it's not just good for us as a club, it's good for growing the women's game in Scotland in general and inspiring the next generation and raising our profile on a European stage as well. So I'm absolutely over the moon that all of my fellow high-bees are in the women's team and it promises to be a great night of football. Now, if you haven't got your ticket yet, there's still time. They are pretty popular, but there's still time. I'm sure the lads will um, link uh, the ticket page to the tweet that they put the podcast out on or they'll link it in the description so you can still get your tickets guys I would encourage you to do so get the family along as well because it's free and not just because of that but the women's team play at the very top of the Scottish women's game so get yourself along and you'll be seeing great football a great team and you'll be seeing elite level women's football in Scotland and I promise you you won't be disappointed the girls are absolutely fantastic and they deserve your support in this game so everybody let's get behind them and um, really give our support for what is a massive game. It's an Edinburgh derby, and we all know that an Edinburgh derby at any level is absolutely huge. Getting a number over on the hertz is always something that they like to do. Um, I'm sure everybody would agree with that, so get yourselves along. It's absolutely massive, and like I said, it promises to be a great night as well at Easter Road, and hopefully, fingers crossed, a big result. Um, I would like a repeat of the 6-0 at Ainsley Park last season, so... Fingers crossed for a big result. I definitely think the girls are capable of it. And as I said, they deserve your support. So get yourselves along, folks, because it promises to be great. It's free. You're seeing elite-level football. You're seeing a good standard of football. And you're seeing a team that is really proud to play for our badge. And as hibbies, that's what we all we'll want. Now, before the derby, we have a stern test on Sunday. We are playing Celtic away At the Pennycar Stadium in Airdrie So obviously last time out in the SWPL We played Motherwell at Alliance Park Got a pretty routine 4-0 win A fantastic performance all the same But a pretty routine 4-0 win there But I think Celtic's going to be the big, big test for us Celtic obviously ran Glasgow City really close in the league title race last season And Celtic are a very impressive side they went professional Um, as well, they've started, um, really, upping the ante on women's football, Celtic, which is good to see, but at the same time, it's not great for us, because, we had some pretty, um, heavy defeats against Celtic, especially the um, 6-2, at the start of last season, as well, was the worst one, so, it is going to be a tough test for us, it's going to be the real test for this team, but I think the girls are capable, of, standing up to that test, so while Celtic are, a tough team to play I definitely think we're capable of standing up to that test and I'd be perfectly happy with a point out of that game to maintain an unbeaten start I think that's going to be the priority maintaining an unbeaten start so I'd be happy with a point but I think a win is doable and I definitely think we're capable of a win Um, and it would be good to get the win and get the forward momentum going into the derby as well so whilst it is going to be a tough game I'm going to predict right now 2-1 Hibs I'm I'm resurrecting that again that's never going to die 2-1 Hibs I'm going to say Alexa Coyle and Michaela McAloney getting the goals for us and then I'm going to go with Lisa Robertson getting Celtic's goal Um, so yeah 2-1 Hibs I think it's going to be a close game I think we'll just edge Celtic out because we have the quality to do so so that's a big game and you guys can watch it so if you're heading off the Easter road like myself um, on Sunday to see the St Johnston game um, then you can watch it before, it'll be live on the BBC Sports Scotland website so make sure you tune into that, it's a half 12 kick off so make sure you tune into that um, and hopefully we'll get a big result against Celtic that'll be a massive 3 points, I think that would really set the tone for us as well and I think how we compete against a side like Celtic really going to um, set the tone for our season so hopefully a win, like I said, I'm going for 2-1 Hibs so make sure you tune into that before you head off to Easter Road Um, on Sunday and give the girls your support for the Derby as well, so yeah, that's my little update on the women's team guys, so remember show your support for the Derby, come on girls against Celtic, it's going to be a tough game but I believe we can get the three points, glory glory at the High Bees, and I'll see you all on the podcast next week and remember don't be afraid to come and say hi to the three of us at the Derby because we'll be there as well, so I'll see you all later guys.
0: Okay guys, so thanks for that Jack, thanks for sending that in mate, really appreciate that um, it's been really good commenting on the women's game and learning more about it and you know the knowledge that Jack has is second to none and it's really raised you know uh, I think the profile for the women's game and there's been a lot lot more folk taking note and things like that with Jack's uh, the, you know the work that Jack does and keeps everyone up to date on it and keeps us up to date on it as well so uh, always great to hear from him and are you looking forward to the derby then next week mate? I
1: am um, my first um, women's game mate so really really excited and Nice to see that, you know, they're actually using Easter Road. Um, that's something that I know Jack's been trying to um, get his point across that the women should be using Easter Road a wee bit more. So um, it's nice to see that. And, you know, you know I think I think close to 5,000, if not 5,000 tickets, have been another free, But yeah. so, we'll use the word sold here. Um, aye, it's brilliant to see me. And obviously people are getting behind them. So hopefully, we, you know, I'm hoping for a big win, 6 or 7 No.
0: And um, would be nice uh, just to wind the hearts up again. So
1: I uh, am really looking forward to it, mate.
0: Really looking forward to it. Yeah, me too. I'm really looking forward to it. I tell you what, I've been banging on about it for the last couple of weeks, but they are they are good to watch. Like and all of, it's so because 'cause I've been speaking to kids at school now about it and a lot of them would have been like, Oh another women's game, I'm not going to watch that and i tell you what, when the ball kicks off when the game kicks off that whistle blows, you and the ken. It's a brilliant brilliant. If you love football, then you'll really enjoy yourself. You really will. It's so a good night, like the women are Women are a good team, and I tell you what, some of their players are technically very, very good. Mm. Yeah, it's a really good watch, so no, um, brilliant, really is brilliant. Um, right, mate, last week, we'll start with last week, last uh, Saturday, we're facing men at home. What did you think of the overall match, the experiences with the, the the overall TV screens then? They looked class, didn't they? Um, it was nice to uh,
1: see them working. and. Um, I I think they added a wee bit extra to the experience of being at Easter Road. Um they were good. Uh nice uh, I was nice to see Ken that they had the highlights and that as the game was going as well,
0: which I wasn't sure if they were having. Um and Aye, that was weird day. They didn't show any like big decisions, but they showed like uh, the one that stuck talking about to me, I think the first time I noticed it was Kevin Nisbet and a dribble like past the Folk. And then two seconds later it was in the telly. I thought I didn't think the they would have been able to do that straight away. It was brilliant, eh? Aye. That was good. And um seeing the
1: kind of when, the, when we scored, the, it flashed up on the screen, a uh, wee goal thing. So that was good. Hopefully, we see that a few times on Wednesday against Hearts uh, in the women's game. But I, I thought it was nice, mate. I thought it's a nice touch. It shows you that the club's going in the right direction. Uh, being one of the only couple of teams in that league to have a proper, I think it's us and the old farmer, the only three. If I remember rightly, I don't think anyone else had them. Uh, and on the same scale as we do, so, um, you know, was, that was
0: good. Puts put us in a aye, bigger, no. bigger light than the rest of the league, I would say. Aye, I think it was good. It was good that it was against St. It was a nice wee, nice wee sort of introduction against St. Minham with them, but that'll be bouncing if it's a derby, man. Those screens oh, are absolutely awesome. Like Or even playing one of the, I can't say the old firm because Rangers died, but playing Celtic or, Ranger, or the Rangers. like I mean, that would be great. Mm. That would be really good. I would really, really... I think the atmosphere will be bouncing, man. Imagine being one up, two and up against hearts with the TV screens just rubbing oh. it in, Ken, with a goal. <laughs> when the goal comes up, flashing across it. I well, thought that was excellent, man. I really, really thought it was brilliant. Even the wee, um Ken, the wee video they played before the game was pretty cool. Mm. Ken, like, it was just like a wee bit of history and some of the ones you'd seen on Twitter and that in the last couple of days about the boiler service and some of the partnerships and that. Like, it was... It was good, man. I really enjoyed that. Really enjoyed that. Um, so getting of the game a two-two draw. What did you think? <laughs> we are so bad.
1: Uh, I don't think bad. I think frustrating, because um, we just didn't really turn up. Obviously, mm-hmm. we turned up to get the two goals, but I uh, it was just it was I don't know what happened to Azay, eh? but it was nice to see, Skarland getting off the bench and you you see what Scott Allen can do, mate. Eh? Um that's the type of player we need in the team, so I was happy to see him, and you know, he comes off the bench, mm-hmm. of I think it was maybe five, ten minutes later, we're two and up, so he obviously had a exactly. point to prove, and, he, and I think he proved it, so I, and then slack slack defending for their equaliser, uh, the first goal, mm-hmm. that Marin's goal um, was just, I don't know, Porteous, Macy weren't they very strong as they usually are, and then the second one we just didn't pick Chauvinas up, and he He's there unmarked to knock in. But I obviously mm-hmm. was relatively pleased that we never got beat, but wasn't he relatively pleased with the performance?
0: I, I thought first half, I thought, it was really, I thought it was really hard to break down because every time we got the ball and went forward, there were 11 men behind the ball for them. I mean, their whole team was behind the ball and it was really, really tight tight passing, like one-twos and we triangles and things like that. And it, it was frustrating because it reminded me sort of the... What's his Fenlin error or the butcher era? butcher error when it was like decent enough stuff, but like passing backwards, man, we'd have an attack and it'd be you'd be down the wing with Boyle, and it'd go back to Paul McGinn, and then it'd be at it'd be at Hamlin, and then it would be at McGinnis, then we'd go forward to Nisbet and then it would come back and it's back at Kem um whoever was playing on the left hand side, sorry, my memories, saying um, fading me there, but then it's back it to Josh Doig and sometimes back to the keeper and I'm like so negative, in a way, passing back, I felt, in that first half. I just really, really thought it was quite quite a challenging game because, as I said, I mean, they're, they're hard to break it down when you've got 11, they've got 11 foot behind the ball. They were completely just camping. And, um, but the thing for me was their first goal, you know, the boy, Brophy, had a good game, by the way. He's got the ball. He's sort of running it. Poor yes. He's jockeying him, jockeying him, jockeying him, jockeying him. And the boy just has a shot out of nothing. Like, just being positive, just going forward, just as a shot, and it finds the back of the net. Kind of do the grumble at that. Yeah, I didn't he feel like that's something Hibbs do enough. Yeah. Like, I even felt like <laughs> that against, um, it's quite frustrating against watching it against, was it Rieka? And I felt, Ken, okay, there was so many times bursting forward. We should have been four or five up in that game. Right. But again, right. we got forward and we passed it wide and we tried to cross it too much. There's, I like to see Ken at the edge of the box, 18 years, someone just get their foot in it and just have a goal within reason. Like, do you know what I mean? Um, so I felt that was quite disappointing in the first half. Um, but I overall second half, I thought we were good, you know, twenty minutes to half an hour in the second half, and then obviously sort of fell away a wee bit. Then tried to see it out, and it wasn't enough. Well, I think a draw was probably a fair result, if I'm honest.
1: Ah, uh, it wasn't. I don't think anyone uh, done enough to win it. You know, we probably should have won it, being you know coming for two one. Hey, one not down, you go two one up. But ah, uh, you're right, me, I think a draw was a fair one eh? I don't think any team. If you look at the stats, it was very evenly matched, uh, position wise and whatever. But mm-hmm. you know, goals, wins, games, and both teams scored twice. So, aye, I think exactly. I, I think it draws a fair result.
0: I don't know if you would have seen it from your angle, but McGuinness, he was filled in the in the box in the first half, and it should have been a penalty in my opinion. I mean, if you look at the replay, the boys got a hold of his jumper, he's in the box, and he pulls him down, and you know it was just before they broke away and actually scored themselves. Did you manage to see that one?
1: Uh, from where I sit in the east, mate, I'm right at the other end, eh? So, the big, big screen at the corner flag in the other end of the east, not at the Samaritan end, but yeah, I couldn't see it. But I heard a few folks shouting eh, over in the west, so, I mean, I probably was. A, I've not seen the highlights, eh? I tend not to watch the highlights if we draw or get beat, but... Um, aye. Aye, i it Probably,
0: you know, from what I could hear, was probably a throw, eh? But, aye... Uh, and then, obviously, the penalty that we did get with Porteous. what did you make of that? Oh, definite penalty.
1: Um, you know, it's, it's strange. I just heard Jim Goodwin complaining about it after the game on the radio, but, can the, the Sitmarin defender who gives the referee the option because uh, he'd just been saying, like, uh, I think it was, like, maybe five or ten seconds before they'd been told to, again, if he grabbed the shirt, it'll be a foul, and then uh, the Sitmarin boy grabs the shirt and Porteous. I think he's pretty tactful in the way he goes down. I think he's trying to make a point by throwing himself on the ground. But we get the penalty, we score it. Um, I thought I think it was a penalty. Um, bye I you, definitely. You get, them, a you get them. You get them. I think. Wouldn't I? Wouldn't be complaining if Samarun got a penalty for that because it's definitely a foul.
0: Aye, definitely. I agree as well. And I think that. Um, I think Portis took a bit slack over the weekend, but no, I thought it was great again. Um, a lot of folk, I think, have been giving a wee bit hard time with that first goal, but. You know he's trying not to dive in. He's trying not to dive in. He's just joking. I'm joking. him and that ball could have went anywhere. I thought Macy could have maybe done a bit better, Aye. keeping it out of the net. But and obviously the the, the equaliser they scored as well right the death. It's disappointing, eh? Mm. Uh, and it's it's two points dropped, which is Ken. We could have been further up the table. I'm a wee bit concerned with the amount of draws we're getting at the moment. What's your thoughts on that, Ken? Gone against Dundee. Gone against um, St. Mirren. Um Aye.
1: I think it's just the. Uh, Early start of the season, eh? Like I think we usually do get a few draws, but you're mm. right, mate. Because Celtic lost, Rangers lost, Ed yeah. Drew, Hearts drew. Like it was, and Aberdeen got beat as well. It's probably a a perfect opportunity. We would have been two points good at the top, but uh, it's all right. It's all right. We're still, you know, I'm I'm still looking at it positively. We're still unbeaten after five games. I think we've played now, maybe four. Uh, so uh, it's a good a good start to the season, mate. I think uh, I think it's probably where we should be in the table this early in really our biggest game has been Hearts and we avoided defeat there so um, exactly. relatively good start could have been could be better could be worse
0: right Dundee United last night now my only thoughts in on the Dundee United game is when I seen Scott Allen starting I thought right well we're going to put three or four past him I was feeling pretty confident I thought I think with him and the team, I think it's the missing link for what we've been needing with a link up between the midfield and the strikers. And I thought, right, we're gonna we're gonna batter them tonight. And I was gonna tweet out, I was gonna tweet, right, Scotty Allen starting tonight. We're due to give someone a battering. We're gonna win by three or four. Of it. And I never tweeted it. And see, when I checked my phone, it was four three now. I thought, <laughs> I didn't tweet it, man. I'd have been a total hero. But um. No, what, what a result, eh? What did you think? Did you expect that going in, or do you expect a tougher match for Dundee United? Because they've been playing all right. They beat Rangers and they were just on a high over the after winning the Dundee Derby. I thought we were going to draw. I thought it was going to go all the way, eh? I couldn't predict the winner. Um,
1: I was at the cinema last night and I turned my phone off when it was 2 0. Uh, we'd just scored when the film was about to start, so I had no idea, eh? But I had a feeling when I was about to turn my phone back on, like I, I was thinking we'll probably give them a battering. Um three three one's a good result, mate. Away there. Like especially oh,
0: able,
1: the Tribute Act went there and got beat one 0 And uh, they just Dundee United just beat Dundee, yeah. so Ken okay, it's a good result. And you're right, mate, Scott Allen, what a player. What a player. Mm-hmm. Um and if he's not if he doesn't start on Sunday, then there's something wrong. Uh, what? He's, mm-hmm. uh, I think he's you're right, mate, he's that missing link that we're just for the even the past, like for Newell's goal and He's he's goal yeah. he scored himself, mate. What a finish! The way he, like he just watches that come down and just side foots it in mm-hmm. the bottom corner. And a uh, i and sixty five minutes out of the legs. Can that's the type of that's the type of game for Scotland to to come back into mm-hmm. in a, a big a bigger game. You know, like a quarter final doesn't get really much. Well, obviously the semi final and final are bigger, but you know, and and that this early in the season, this is probably the game that. It's probably right for him to start. So I delighted. Um was a bit disappointed that Nathan Wood never got a start. I think that was probably one of the games uh, that he could have probably started. Yeah. But um no, overall, mate, happy. Um Dundee Nate obviously put us a wee under a wee bit of pressure towards the end, but can come as you like through the semi final and hopefully we beat the hands again, put Hamden
0: I know, no, no that'll be that'll be a good one, eh? Uh looking forward to going to that as well. That'd be brilliant. Uh yeah, I thought the Good result, like really good result. The way he done, Diaz, as you said, difficult place to go at any time. They've been plod along, no too badly this year. I was going to say, I think um, just Scott alham got on the team, which just a difference. Just he's very positive feeling, like he's always pushing forward, um, which I think is great. Positive, like he's always positive when, he, when he's on the ball. He's always looking to go forward rather than go back and things like that. So no, I was delighted. Aye. Um, so on the St Johnston match this weekend Where I wait, uh, sorry, home to St Johnston on Sunday. Um now St Johnston were a bit of a boogie team for us last year, obviously put us at the cup in the semi final, then put us out in the final. And I think we won one drew one and lost one last year. I could be wrong. We but, lost um,
1: we lost um the one at the split and then the one before the split. So I think they beat us twice at Easter Road. Did uh, they I think so anyway. We I know they did. They beat us up there because Liam Craig
0: scored, and then I one now. we beat them. Aye, so... A penalty earlier on. Aye, aye. I can't mind what else happened.
1: What two, did you two. think
0: of the two-two? Um, I. Two, what did you think of the the match then? Because their their team's changed quite a bit. You know, they've sold two of their most promising players, and Jason Kerr and other boys at McGrath? McCann. Well? was it? Oh, McCann, McCann. I sorry, McCann. Um. Aye, so what was your... Seems like, seems like a bit of a different team, but they're still plodding along. Like, they were not doing too well in the league. Um bit similar something last year. They've only got a, a few points, and obviously they beat Aberdeen last week, which was a big, big scalp, I guess. Um, But, you know, a couple of excellent results against Carthasaray and that, but mind you, those Kerr and uh, McCart were there at the time, eh? So, different teammate. Aye, I was looking there
1: earlier on, mate, but we've not beat, no beat St. Johnson at Easter Road since 2012. Um so that's a star and a half, eh? <laughs> okay. yeah, well. I um I'm never confident playing them for some reason. I don't know what it is about them, but they just seem to know how to play against us. And although to be fair, we're a different team this year, I think. I think we can I think um it'll be an exciting game. But well, yeah, it's different. Uh, uh I think we're more attack minded this year for some reason. Mm. But I don't know what that is because we've got pretty much the same team. Only Jake, well Jake yeah. Doyle, Jake Doyle, Liza against are big players, and uh, obviously Scotty Allen being fit is helping. Um, but uh, I, don't know. Maybe the change of formations doing that as well. It's more of an attack-minded formation. But uh, I, am I'm excited. Mate, hey, I'm gutted. I can't go because of the train situation on a Sunday. But um, I'll watch uh, it. it that, eh? Watch it on the telly. But I think, um, I think it's. Ah, I'll get it on Hibs TV. I, will get it on Hibs TV. It should be uh, making a good game, like and hopefully we hopefully we end that uh,
0: nine-year uh, way I won against St Johnston at Eastern Road. Wow, that's a strange start, I didn't realise that. I was thinking, I was going to make a, a strong opinion and I was going to say this this year, I don't think St Johnston will beat us once because that's sort of the way it goes, you know, we bloody lose the semi-final against them, we lose the cup final against them and then this year, I don't think they'll be able to, I don't think they'll touch us, eh? Oh, I, yeah, I, I think, so. think it's just the way these things go, Ken, and it'll be like, oh, why could have we not done that last year? So that's my sort of prediction. I think I think we'll beat them eh? um probably get I'm sure the dog or strain boys will have something to say about that. They'll probably laugh at this week clip they <laughs> put it, but no, I think um Hibs look good, but they also look they also it's back to being a bit unpredictable because I would never have predicted a, a two two a two two draw with St. Minnan. I thought we'd have pumped St Minnan or beat St. Minnan, you know, fairly well. But they look they still look a bit shaky, Hibs they 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 can lose goals. Um, so I'm not. I'm not sure. That it's going to be an interesting match. I'd maybe say this one could be a draw. Nah. Although I've just obviously contradicted myself by saying there'll be as this year. But no nah, I do think that. Um, I do you think it could maybe be a draw this week? Maybe one-one or something or no, no, Maybe even nil no, no. not Nah. Sure. What's your thoughts? I think. I think you might be right, mate. I think. I'm, I think two-two uh, again. I
1: think. um Aye. I can't see. I can't see any us. I can't see us winning. I can't see them winning. It's just one of those games, eh? I think it's going to go. I think we're going to match us, match each other all over the park. Um, although to be fair, I think we've got the better squad now. Um, so that, I like that, and I don't know how they're. I've I've not seen them play at all this season, eh? Because they've not been, we've not played them yet, obviously. So I've not watched their games, but um, I I think I think it'll be a draw. I think two two.
0: Mm. All right. Bye. Same. So... My sort of thoughts for it as well. I think it'll be a tough game. I think it'll be good. Uh hopefully they bring a good crowd through because that was one of the things I thought about St. Mirren last week. I thought they brought a very good crowd and I thought they, they made did. it, you know, a bit of an atmosphere. It was nice to see that, the away fans and things like that. I haven't really seen that for a while, I don't think. Um which was great. It was nice to see some away fans and that like I mm. thought it was good. Um Aye, right. Let's jump into our segment. Kit numbers. This might be the last kit numbers I think we do, mate. I think so, mate. These are, these here, are cool. <laughs> after here, it gets a bit thinner. I think the people that are in the the numbers here, I think they've only maybe made a handful of appearances for him in general. So it's quite, uh it's getting quite quite thin. So we've got something else in the pipeline, uh, to take the position of this, but, uh no, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll read them out anyway. So it's number thirty, episode thirty, kit, shirt numbers thirty. We've got Ali Brown, uh, Jordan Cropley, Thomas Flynn, Scott Taggart, David Gold, Matty Kennedy, Thomas Cherney, uh Kevin Thompson, Callum Craig, uh, sorry Callum Crane, and Craig Sampson. So, yeah, what do you think,
1: Charlie? <laughs> this might be the first week where I'm picking nobody. Eh? I didn't. I can't pick anyone for that list. The only one no. the only one like really you could probably pick is Kevin Thompson because he won the, the cup with that number, but he's a hun. So he's not getting in.
0: Uh... Was that his number when he won the cup, was he? Aye. Uh-huh. Uh... Uh-huh. This, this is difficult, mate. I think um, if
1: anything, if it's not him quite like Matty Kennedy. But then he, uh, was he
0: scored a-, a he scored a worldie for us against him. Who was that I guess I can't remember. Dun- I think it was Dundee United. It was Dundee it? United. Was it Dundee league, United? Dundee. We, we, aye,
1: we got beat on penalties. Aye, we were there together, I mind that. Ah, that's right. Um, I think it was that game anyway. I might be wrong. Somebody might tweet yeah, us but, and say you're talking out your arse again. Um,
0: no, uh, it was uh, I could have sworn it because we were there and he, he came He, he Did not come on as a sub and he just pinged it top with into the left-hand side and curled at the top corner. It was absolute peach. It was funny because he was one of the young Scottish boys that came through at the time. Um, you know, with a, long, young, a lot of young Scottish boys, like Scott Allen was there, Jason Cummins was there, Mike Kennedy was there. Um, McGeoch, McGinn. Aye, McGeoch, McGinn, guys at like that. So I kind of thought he would have been all right, but he, he he wasn't great for me. And I think he went to St Johnston for a while, uh, and now he's up in Aberdeen, isn't he?
1: Uh, I don't know, mate. That's a good. Let me check. Aye, I don't know where he's playing. I last last
0: thing a... I heard was that is he at Aberdeen? Like, he's, he's Northern Irish. He's not even bloody Scottish. Look at that. Is he? Now, nah, wait. What? He's born in Irvine. He's born in Irvine. That's in Scotland. But if you go on his if you go on his um if you go on his Wikipedia page, it says Matthew Kennedy is a Northern Irish professional footballer. There you go. Ah, he's at Aberdeen. He's been there since uh, twenty twenty. No, he is Scottish. Maybe he must 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 just play with the Irish team from, you know, whatever reason. I. Uh, but... he's uh, he's getting it this week. For he's me. A birth he's, a he was born in Belfast, Northern Ireland, apparently. Nice. Nah, I mean, nobody else on that list. Really is. Yeah. There you go. He's actually, they know that anybody cares, but he's actually done a Jack Grellish. Played for Scotland all the way up from under 15s all the way up to under 21s, and now he plays for the Northern Ireland's men's team. So he's done a, a Grellish. And who was the other one that done that? The English boys? Was it Declan Rice? Declan Rice done it, aye. Aye, well, there you go, aye. So, aye. Uh, I'll probably say, like, it's hard, hard to pick me, either. It's sort of um, getting more challenging, but I'll say. Ah, uh, Thompson. Yeah, I guess he came back and won the copy, so he's always have a wee bit of legendary status. And I, I do like him, but I didn't. He, when he kept on that stunt he done on the Rangers TV, and he kept on referring to Rangers as us mm-hmm. and we when he were playing Hibs, and he was calling us the, he was calling Hibs them. And I was, personally, I couldn't do it. I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't do that personally. But each to their own. Eh. Strange. Strange, obviously as a connection to Rangers and that, year, but for me, I I can hate them. Eh? I do hate them. I think they're a horrible team and horrible fans. And can I've never very very rare. Anyway, anyway, stay with Really, you meet a Rangers fan that's can a decent bloke, no, or I, is he? Uh... I, 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 like I can't. I can't. I do I can't. I can't. Bored with old family. They're just nonsense, man. completely eh? complete rotten, we get rid of debate the better I think. But aye, so right, we've got Matty Kennedy history there for you. Know that anybody cares, but I, um, himself and Kevin Thompson. So two honourable mentions. A few other young laddies in there as well. If you have a look at that, the guys like David Gold and that kid, never did got a chance, did they?
1: Nah.
0: I mean, like, what 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 was the youth system at that time? Because a lot of these guys didn't can. Um so pretty poor in my opinion. Uh, for I, I think David Gold ended up at Edinburgh City in that as well, I'm not sure. But um well mate, we're recording late this week, so we've scunnered ourselves again we nail no asking our questions, but we'll we'll get back to life's been busier than now for us, but uh, we'll get back to it um properly next week. And you know, we're really looking forward to going to the women's game. Like, I'm really looking forward to keep me going, like looking forward to that. Mm. Uh, and then obviously you and Jack won't be at the really game this week because of the trains. Um, Aye, ah, yeah, that's true So, Scotrail. Aye, <laughs> get yourself together, Scotdale What's your message to Scotdale, Charlie?
1: Uh, no style, no bottle Scotdale, out Actually, Scotrail exactly. back <laughs> in. <don't know. laughs> Could David with them back soon Especially if we're playing right. uh, the Sunday in the semi-final doing, I might not be able to go to that either if they're not back
0: Need to stay the week before the night before, and so okay. I'll go through probably all aye. Aye. cuddled up in the one bed. <laughs> 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 all right, right um so cool. We'll be back next week. Uh, hopefully, Jack will be able to join us as well. We'll have the listeners' questions, we'll have a good review of the women's game, good review of the um, St. Johnston game, and then we'll be looking ahead to, to our next opponents as well. So, from us till next time when that